Spencer with the two-point ball. Number 17, soon to be raised to the Raptors. Loose ball, Brown for the tie. Oh, Got it. Man. Miracle here. And Tino drives down and throws it down. Wow. Hello, we're back. Mm-hmm. Better IT Nation. <laughs> yeah. Um... What, what, what did we record two or three weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Yikes. Uh, were we supposed to record last week? Like, was last week the... No, we no, no. We did every two weeks in the off season. Yeah, I'm, I was saying I thought we were recorded a few weeks, uh, like, much farther ago than we did, but apparently we didn't. Um, Nothing's really changed since we last recorded. I know, last, yeah, last time we did, like, the top ten list yeah, and all that. But since we last recorded, there's been, like, two new updates, no more trade rumors that... Oh, the major update uh, was about Gordon Hayward. But other yeah. than that... Oh, Gordon Hayward, Rudy Gobert, and Andre Drummond. Those are the big three that came out. Uh, Drummond, Celtics are monitoring the Drummond situation. The What is the other ones? Uh, they also have interest in Rudy Gobert, and then Gordon Hayward. Uh, I think Gordon Hayward's leaving, so which is good to know. So realistically, with Hayward leaving, you gotta get him to opt in, and, and then sign go, and trade. We need to sign, sign and trade. Here. If not, trade him with this contract because knowing Hayward, he's gonna get this contract somewhere else. No, he's not gonna get this contract somewhere else. Well, actually, so, no, no, we would need him to, it would, we would either, he would either opt in and then we trade him, or we would sign it, we would, he would opt out and then we would do a sign and trade. So, Hayward, Hayward will either have a one-year $32 million deal or he'll have three or four year, no, two, three or four year deal. So, whatever he wants to do, it's up to him. I think he'll opt in but tell Danny that he wants to be traded, which I can see. Like, that's something that realistically could happen. But I think that what he wants to do is he wants to go to Indiana. And what's probably going to happen is he's going to opt out and sign with Indiana. And that's not good for the that, Celtics. That, that, that's not, like, I don't know how that would make sense. For, I mean, that would actually be better because he's going to get less money in Indiana. But to be fair, to be fair, I think his plan would be he's, he would actually be getting a more long-term contract. Like, even if he's if, even if he's not making 32 in one year, he'd be getting a balanced contract for four so years. So he wants to do the Al Horford routine, I think they said. And... Like, if you look at it then... I'm just, nobody... I'm just saying, I don't, I don't think it's going to pay off. But, I mean, we'll see. Uh, like I'm saying, if the Celtics knew Al Horford was going to leave, they would have traded him. They didn't. They thought he was opting out and taking a team-friendly deal. He opted out and decided to leave. Gordon Hayward, we have no idea what's going to happen. He wants to stay in Boston, but I think part of him is, like, saying to him that... Or Robin is probably telling him, like, the fans don't like you here. They probably got death threats. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, you saw his game six. He Wait. was horrendous. No, Hayward. Oh, Hayward. Hayward probably got death threats after that game six. I mean, oh, hey, let's, we're not going to like jump to talking about death threats. I'm saying 
I'm just well, saying, if Danny Green got them, I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah, Gordon yeah. Hayward probably got them. I get, what you, I get what you mean. Yeah. I think that was probably the main reason why. I don't think he wants to leave. I think he likes this team. I just don't think the fans like him, and I think that's what his problem is. Because we liked him when we got him. We were getting a former All-Star, uh, a player who we gave a max. We were barely there. We could have gotten him. And we got him. Everyone got excited. We looked like the favorites. He gets injured and is never the same player. So. I think, hold on, I think there's still, I want to talk about something dealing with, like, more in the locker room. And this is something that I heard, like, maybe last week, Tony Maserati talked about this on 98.5 Sports Hub. And it's how, like, the difference between the old, like, the veterans and the younger guys in the locker room is... It's very differenting because you have the veterans like Kemba Walker and Gordon Hayward who know what it yep. takes to win, but they might not fully have everything mm-hmm. in that because they're older. And like, but you have the younger guys like you know Brown, Tatum. I I don't know. And then you like those guys, they have the talent, but they don't. I, like there aren't quite experienced enough. I see your point. I see your point. But someone like Kemba Walker wants the younger guys to do better. That's what's so great about Kemba Walker. That's the difference between him and Kyrie Irving. People are saying Kyrie is a great teammate. People are saying he's a horrible teammate. I think he wants to do to be the best player on the team. Unless he has someone like Kevin Durant. I think he'll want to be the best player on the team. Uh, Kemba Walker is the player who they said is like the nicest player in the league. He wants the best out of his teammates. I mean, he was willing to take a pay cut from the Hornets. He no, wasn't like, oh, I'm done. That's the thing, though. I don't think – I'm not saying I'm not saying there's necessarily, necessarily locker room issues. I think Kemba loves the younger guys. Like, I think – I think like, I, I agree with what you're saying. But I, I think Kemba think want, like, loves yeah. it. But I think there's also, yeah, Hayward might want the ball more. And that might – Hayward's one of the quiet guys. How many times do we hear from Gordon Hayward as opposed to Marcus Smart or Jalen Brown? We don't hear from Gordon Hayward a lot. Like, we can say the same about Jason Tatum. We, like, don't really hear from Tatum a lot. But Gordon Hayward's one of the quieter guys, and he's one of the players who's he's a better player in the team. He averaged 17 points, and I'm guessing he wants the ball because whenever he has the ball in his hands, usually we score the basketball. So Honestly, I, with Gordon Hayward, um, I, I hope he doesn't leave. And... If he does, so be it, and I res- I'll respect him either way, because while he was in the Celtics, he did as much as he could. Like, he had a, one of the most brutal injuries I've seen in my lifetime. And I've seen it in the in last four the next, weeks in, in the NFL, in, which is ridiculous. All right, well, uh, still, still, still. But, like, that I wa- that I watched live, and, you know, ne- the next year, he came back, and he was, he was grinding. Like, as soon as he could, he wanted to yeah. get back out there and play basketball. Last year, he wasn't as good as this year, and he was grinding, though. He was trying to get back from the injury. This year, he started to prove himself as that player. He, we saw him developing back into that player as fast as he could. So, I, yeah. I, I'll love and respect Gordon Hayward. And you know what? Whatever he does, good luck, like, good luck to him. I'll uh-huh. respect him for what he did for this team. And if he opts out, I think, I think... With what he wants, it would make more, more sense for him to opt out and sign a new contract or opt out and sign a trade. But honestly, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. And that's the thing with the Celtics. You can, like, opt out and Celtics fans are going to cheer for him. They're like, yeah, good job. You got back from your injury. He has a reason. 
why we shouldn't hate him if he leaves. His injury. He tried his hardest to come back, and he wasn't 100%. He was, he was, Horford, never, he was never a team chemistry issue. Al Horford is a different situation. He had no reason to leave. His reason to leave was because we didn't have a star point guard. And we got Kemba Walker. Al Horford goes out and says, oh, if they, if they signed Kemba and I knew about it, I would have re-signed the Celtics. So why didn't you just wait it out? I think, but I think I think there's a I think there's a reason why Al Horford no one says anything about him because I think the Kyrie situation distracts us from it. But I mean, it's not like necessarily a distraction. I think it's just like you know he he wanted to test the market, see what he could get in his last years. He did, and he got his money. He got he did he got his money in Philadelphia. Oh, he's getting caught. He'll get I mean, cut in, yeah. unless New York takes that contract, which I wouldn't be surprised if the Knicks. Do. I mean, obviously, he's, yeah, they're not. It's not very productive Knicks, right, right now Knicks in are, Philadelphia. But. The Knicks are not a great organization right now. They didn't offer Kevin Durant a max, and are now willing to offer Fred VanVleet one. What are you doing? Uh you weren't willing to offer Kevin Durant a max, but you were, are, you're willing to offer Fred Van Vliet? I've said this before, and I'll say it again. The Knicks are just, they're, they're a win-now team, and then they're going to win 20 games, but, you know. That's exactly what happens. They say they're rebuilding, but you have two pieces who you can rely on, and that's Mitchell Robinson and R.J. Barrett. And it's, yeah, instead of working on player development within them, they try to win games by signing mid-tier free agents. Yeah, they're trying to get either Russell Westbrook or Chris Paul. Uh, Russell Westbrook going to the Knicks would do his thing. I think they'd make the playoffs just because Russell Westbrook, uh, he does better when it's just him. And it's East Coast. Yeah. Like, if you give Russell Westbrook a team by himself, he'll do so much better than a team with another star. We saw it the last three years. He did better in his one season alone than he did with James Harden and Paul George. So. And then even like the rumors I've seen about Russell Westbrook to the Sixers, like that's not going to work out for him. Like in the Sixers scenario, imagine if they trade Joel. There is no way Russell Westbrook and Ben Simmons will ever work out. All right. All right. Aside from the like Russell Westbrook stuff, back to the Hayward stuff. So I think something that could happen here that would be beneficial for both teams would be a opt-out sign-and-trade, and then he would go to Indiana, and we would get... Miles Turner. Uh, yeah, possibly, uh, in, a, in, a, in an ideal world, we would be getting Miles Turner or Victor Oladipo, but... I think they want Turner, but I think Miles Turner is, like... Miles Turner is the easy way out, but I think he'll end up going to, like, the Rockets... Or, like, a team that could, you know, use a center, not really use a center, just needs that center position. Celtics need a center. And I know the Rockets. I mean, P.J. Tucker isn't a center. But it seemed like the Celtics, they were going to go to the finals if they had a start. If they had at least a six foot ten center, 6'11", who can defend. If an S. Cantor was able to defend, I think they would have beaten the Heat because... They got destroyed by Bam Adebayo, and that's what's killed them in the end. If they have someone better than Bam, say, like, if you swap Tice for Serge Ibaka, even, I wouldn't be surprised. Celtics would could be in the NBA Finals because 
just mm. Daniel Tice. I know how good yeah. as a defender he is, but he was in so much foul trouble with Serge Ibaka was never in. Yeah, that's that's a big that's a big problem. And we were able to rotate well against the like Raptors big men like the Siakam, Ibaka, and um, and what was with Robert Gasol? Williams? No, but I th- I think the thing with the difference between the Raptors series and the Heat series was. In the Raptors series, there was more of a balance at those positions, unlike the Heat, where they were, like, stacked on the starting, and then the bench was a different story for their, like, uh, big men. So I think that's that's where he ran into trouble, because when it came down to, when, like, when it got down the stretch against the Heat, we, like, it was just harder to compete. Yeah, all we had to do against the Heat, I, maybe even just throw Robert Williams at him. I'm just saying, Robert Williams was a very good playoff player. And they just stopped playing him in the Eastern Conference Finals and played um, NS Cantor instead. I know Cantor was getting points, but they were getting points on him. He had They had one good run in that whole series. Other than that, they blew leads the whole time. They had the one, what was it, like a 21 nothing run. And then other than that, they just couldn't score the basketball. So... Well, they won that game. They won the 21 on the thing run. But I just think that the Celtics need someone to be able to defend. They're not in on the Serge Ibaka sweepstakes. But yeah. They're, but they're I, in. I would take Serge. I would take Serge. Yeah, I would too. But he'll, he'll resign with the Raptors. I don't see him leaving Toronto. Um, But we're in on the Gobert sweepstakes. We're in on the Drummond sweepstakes. The Miles Turner yeah, I think that's it. Oh, interesting, Thompson. So there are the sweepstakes they're in and in on, and there's the ones that aren't. Like the one, the center I'd prefer probably go bear. Mm, yeah, I know we're gonna have to pay him, but whatever. If go if it takes uh, Gordon Hayward going back to Utah, whatever. I don't think. The people in Utah really care that much because I don't think they're I don't think they like Rudy Gobert in the first place because of this COVID scenario. I the only thing of the Jazz I don't see them actually trading Gobert because of their playoffs, but at the same time they blew a three one lead, so I think that's a, a good reason why. And then they're hiding the chemistry issues. There's no way that Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert are good. They're definitely hiding those chemistry issues. Yeah, that's true. All right, I want to get on to um, something much more realistic. I mean, I'm not saying – I'm not ruling out signing trades with Hayward and Indiana and all that, but the draft is coming up. It's, it's, it's coming near, and we have three first-round picks. And so there's – We not need a center, but, you know. So there's a few different scenarios in this situation. You use all three picks. You trade two, one, two, or three. You trade some of the picks for a center. You trade some of the picks. For I don't think that would work though, because here's the thing player. about the NBA draft. In the NFL draft, let's say you, a first or a second round player even is a, almost a guaranteed. You're expecting them to start for you for basically cheap for like four or five years. In the NBA, usually after it gets outside of the fifth pick. It's a complete hit or mess, in my opinion. So that's the difference. It's because at one, like af- outside of even our 14th pick is still going to be a hit or miss pick. Like Langford, hit or miss. I mean, I love Langford. He's a great defensive player. I think 
I think Ke- that with injuries. Hera was one before Hera. him. Kendrick Nunn was undrafted. Like, I mean, you know. I mean, you can't guarantee with undrafted players. You have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, no, no I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, you, like outside of five, in my opinion, it, not always. It depends on the draft class. But I think with this draft class, it kind of applies here. It's kind of hit or miss, in my well, opinion. Well, yeah, in the last few drafts, the um the late-round pick – well, no, the like mid-level pick, like the 15, um, 15, 6, 14, 15, 16, like around there. They've been great players. Uh, just go through. Uh, excluding the eight in draft, I don't actually think that was there was a good player there. I'm probably wrong. I don't remember who was taken around that. Um, this year, Tyler Hero. The year before the eight in draft, the Luka Doncic eight in draft, uh, was Donovan Mitchell. The year before that was Pascal Siakam. And then a few years before that was Giannis. So, yeah. But we can't, really rely, we can't rely on a 14, 15, 16 pick to just, like, we can't rely on it just for just for that player to just, like, blow up. I say, in my opinion, I say Celtics give up their 14 pick, their whatever. I forgot. Their, it's something in the 20s. They're like 22 and 26. 22 and 26. So I say we give up our either one of those and our 14 pick and an asset to trade up into the possibly top five. Because if we can, I think it sounds unrealistic, but honestly, I think Wiseman is he's within reach. And if if he's within reach, I don't see what's stopping us from getting him. Yeah, but do you want to trade Marcus Smart and our and our 14th pick for the second overall pick? Like, yes, no. I would do that in a second. What? I would do that. I would do that in a second. Marcus Smart's our best playoff player. We're all we're getting okay, is a center okay. in no, return. Okay, okay, no, he's not. No, he's not our best playoff player. Yes, he was I, this season. No, he wasn't. He just played good defense. That doesn't make him the best playoff no, he, player. He was hitting his shots, and he was also um, putting up. He put up a few triple doubles. And all right, he, okay. I love Marcus Smart. I love Marcus Smart. But, also, he's the like, heart and soul of this team. So he's not the heart and soul of this team. There's yes, no he is. Thing. No, he's not. There's no such thing as a heart and soul of this team. This team doesn't have a heart and soul yet. We don't know who it is yet. It's Marcus I, I, Smart. I, okay, I no, it's not. I love Marcus Smart. I love Marcus Smart. Don't get me wrong, but when it like business wise, when it comes down to it, uh, I mean, it's 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 not like he's still a bench player. No, he's gonna start next year. Will he? Yeah, because Hayward's not coming back. Well, Hayward wasn't starting anyway. Exactly, and who was starting over him? Marcus, Marcus Smart. Smart. Yeah, but that was because he was hurt, like on and off hurt. No, I say, I say, listen, listen, listen. Well, yeah, because Marcus Smart's a shooting guard slash point guard. No, 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 no. Okay, listen, if we trade, if we trade, let's say like a hypothetical Mm -hmm. here. So we trade our 14th pick in Smart. And this is I'm actually honoring Smart because I I value Heisman so like highly. So I think Smart deserves his credit here. He's such a valuable asset to trade. So those two for the number two pick, and then we get so we got starting lineup: Kemba, yep. Jalen Brown, Jason mm-hmm. Tatum, and then you mm-hmm. can probably put Robert Williams at the four spot or Tice, and then you have Wiseman. Actually, no, no, no. I don't we know. Signed, no, we signed Jeremiah. I, I, I Jeremy. Jeremy Grant in the offseason, yep. and he's a true four player. Imagine that, Jeremy. Jeremy. What Grant about Danilo Gallinari? Yeah, or him. Honestly, either one of those can play the true four position. Imagine that. Yeah, because Gallo. That's the reason. 
That's a thin reason, too, because neither of them are max contract players. Gallo said that he doesn't want money anymore. He just wants to win. Think of that. Like, I love Marcus Smart. I, I, I think... I think he really I think he was a huge part of this team and I think he was a big part of the playoffs. And I don't I don't want him to be gone. But business wise, if it's at the cost of James Wiseman, when we have players like him on the team, and I know I don't think we can replace his defense. I think that's I think he is he carried the defense kind of in my opinion, but if I'm Danny if I'm Danny Ainge and the Warriors call me and say, we'll give you just a second pick for Marcus Smart and the 14th, I say, either give me more assets or hang up the phone. There's I, okay, no... here's the thing, though. Would the Warriors do that? Do the Warriors need Marcus Smart, though? Exactly. That's my thing. The Warriors don't need Marcus Smart. The Warriors' only reason to get Marcus Smart is to put him at shooting guard, and I don't even see them trading for Marcus Smart, especially when the players they can get are much better. Actually, no. Have... Mar- Marcus Smart does fit in on that team. Now that I think about rather... it. Hold on, hold on. Would you rather trade for Marcus Smart and the 14th pick or trade for Ben Simmons or Drew Holiday or um, Devin Booker? Yeah, but they'd have to give up that much more for those players. And what, no. does De- what does Devin Booker add to that team? He just adds more scoring along with, what, Steph Curry, Andrew Wiggins, Clay Thompson? I think, no, th- I think Ben of, Simmons of, would fit in well. so well there. Uh, maybe, but like, think of how well Marcus Smart would fit into that team because you already have the scoring. He doesn't need to add the scoring. He wasn't the top scorer on this team, and he he doesn't need to be. Imagine how well he would fit in with the Warriors when he can be that. You can put him at the six. You can put him at the shooting guard position. Um, like that, he'd actually be so efficient there defensively. He'd be, I'm and really. They're trying to win now. Before the before the before the timer runs out on this Warriors team, they're trying to win now. I think Marcus Smart is that player they need, and and, I, and they have the 14th pick for a hit or miss player. I really, really want Marcus Smart to make an All Star game and average 30 on the Celtics next year. So the version of you trading him for the second pick will just go away. Oh my nope, God! Nope, I, I don't care. It's a business I don't want, decision, and we have as we much have as I'd like Wiseman. Here. But the thing is, here. the thing is, with this draft, Wiseman could drop to four. I know it's not possible, but we have no idea what's happening. Last year, we had a clear idea of how this draft would look. But my little have, one, yeah, yeah. We have no idea what's happening. I heard a few days ago that nobody knew about Lamelo and that he was bombing his jo- his interviews. And then today, I got a notification say that the Timberwolves might draft Lamelo. So I have zero clue what's happening. And then, even like last year, I had a clear idea what's happening. I had Zion, Jaw, then, um, what's his name? RJ. Then RJ Barrett, and then um, DeAndre Hunter. So I had the clear idea of what's happening there. But then you move on to this year, and you're like, I, have, I don't know. Even with the Celtics, like, at 14, I have no idea. Could Cole Anthony be available? Oh, no, we don't need... Okay, we don't need Cole Anthony. He's not. He's going to drop a lot. Could James Wiseman be available at 14? Like, I know he's not. It's it's possible. Because if you look at the other teams that are in this lottery, it's very possible that he's available at 
at that spot. Because, like, go through the lottery. Maybe the Kings take him. Maybe the Pelicans take him. Pistons, uh, I guess. They have Seku. So, if James Wiseman's on the board, I feel like most teams would normally take him. But just knowing this draft, I got no idea. Anthony Edwards could drop to 14. He won't, Mm. but it's possible. And that's what's happening with this draft. We knew last year Zion wasn't dropping out of the top five. Imagine, we knew what if the on, year before. What if Onyeka dra- uh, dropped? No, he won't drop. He'll be a top ten pick. The Celtics are going to have to trade up for him. Which actually kind of sucks because I was hoping for him, but the Celtics are going to have to trade Oh, up yeah. We also have to talk about this. The Celtics on their Instagram. And, okay, I'm not saying they're drafting them or whatever. <laughs> but the Celtics oh, did no. go. On Instagram, and they've dropped names of three players in their resumes. Who do they, who do they do today? So let's. So we have our. So first one, get to know NBA prospect R.J. Hampton, and they do. A yeah, I knew about Hampton. Profile thing, and then they do. Um, Precious. I'm sorry to pronounce this wrong. Yeah, Precious he's a favorite. Achui, yeah. Achui, yeah. 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 I know who you're talking about. And then, um, he seems like he could be a later first round pick. And then today, no, this is actually one day ago. Um, Shadiq Bay out of North Carolina forward. Six. Can eight, we just post about like Jalen Smith? He went to I Villanova. I really want Jalen Smith. I, I, I want Jalen Smith I so bad. I, to I want Jalen Smith so so bad because no, I need, know. Do we need him though? Yes, because he's the perfect guy to fit our scenario. He's a power forward slash center. He's tall enough to play both positions. He blocks the ball like crazy. He's a great rebounder. He can score. He has a mid-range shot and a three-point ball. He's literally a stretch five that is perfect for this team. He's 6'10", though. Yeah, and he can shoot the ball. He can shoot the three. He can shoot well, the mid-range. Well, we don't necessarily need three-point shooting, but I guess that would help. Especially if we want to run, right. a, if we want to run a uh, what's it called five out for if we were to run a five out for whatever reason. And then there's also the fact that like teams are going to start building this year. I've heard rumors that Devin Booker wants to be on the Timberwolves. Um, so you're going to need a center, and you're going to need some backups. Developing Jalen Smith is not the worst idea. Well, like, yeah, I mean, if we were to draft him, we would hopefully be like. Putting him maybe in the starting lineup at early in the season. I I don't think he'd start, but I think he'd get so some. Depending, he'd on, get depending like, on who we sign, I really want us to sign Jeremiah Grant. Like I, I Jeremy think he'd be such. Or Jerry or Jerry or Jeremy? No, it's Jeremiah. I think. Yeah, Jeremy Grant. It's Jeremy Grant. Um, but yeah, I can see your point. Like Jeremy Grant will be a great, a great draft. I think pick. he fits. Like, I think he fits this. Like team so well, and I think if you yeah. draft the center, oh, also don't forget Vernon Carey. Vernon yeah, Carey. I like Vernon Carey, but Vernon Carey is supposed to drop to the second round. Oh, so, seriously? Yeah, so I think we're chilling. Like all the Duke players are supposed to drop to the second round, so we're chilling in there with Duke players. Like we can wait till the second round. But oh wait, no, how many draft picks? Um, we have the fourteenth pick. We have the twenty-sixth pick, and then we have the thirtieth pick. Not twenty-two. We have. 14, 26, and 30. So, you're looking at one good player, two solid players. Just don't go in and trade all three for, like, Aaron Baines. 
please don't do that. If you're going to trade picks, get us a solid center. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I would rather I would rather trade up and draft someone we believe will be a good center. Because I think Danny Ainge is one of the best traders in the NBA, so if we can trade and also uh-huh. and also get like a yeah. and get a hit on that pick, like a hit or miss, and then yeah. like a stud, I'd rather have that than just trade away picks. I mean, I'd rather hit or miss than trade away for a player where it's not a big hit or miss. Uh, uh, Cole Anthony's a hit or miss. I- Everyone in this draft is a hit or miss. There's no hits in this draft. Lamelo. All right, I'm gonna go through. Lamelo's a miss. James Wiseman's a hit. Um, Anthony Edwards is a hit. Denny's a hit. I know so. Onyak is a miss. Onyak is gonna be a miss. No, I think I think Onyak is slept on. I think he's mad slept on. But I think Lamelo is so overhyped. For someone, everyone's like, oh, yeah, he's so good at three. He averaged 25%. For record, that's worse than DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan's horrendous at shooting. So, Mm. I mean, we don't necessarily need him to run that position, though. We wouldn't draft him anyway. I mean, I feel like we're still going to take a guard for some reason, even though this team's already pretty guard-heavy. They're definitely going to take a guard. That's Danny Ainge's favorite also, thing to do. Also, the question has to be asked, what are we going to do with Romeo Langford? He's just injured. But, like, what do we do with him? Like, do we try to develop him? Is it too late? Yeah. Or... No, you can, it's not too late. I mean, look at how many players have blossomed in their second year. Pascal Siakam. Sure, uh, sure. But were they, were they suffering injuries in their first year? He was in and out. Who suffered major? Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Oh, Ben Simmons was the first pick. <laughs> why? Why am I comparing Ben Simmons to Romeo Langford? Um, like a mid-round pick who turned out to be good. That was like. They're also just not giving him a lot of playing time. Like it's the same with like Carson, and Semi. They could be better. Just they don't. Celtics don't give him playing time. Like I think the preseason games. Uh, there should be one game where they just start you know, yeah, the bench plays yeah, and see how they do. They give do. them a lot of time and they see how it goes. I mean, honestly, with Romeo Langford, with Romeo Langford, I think I think it's time to see what he can do this season. I think I think the season's a good chance to see. What I he think can turn they into. should they should put Carson or Romeo at the position. Uh, Brad Wanamaker is not working out. Well, I mean, he's not supposed to be a long-term solution. What about Tremont Waters? Why can't we I use like him? Tremont I like Tremont Waters. I like. I love Tremont Waters. I think that kid has Isaiah Thomas energy. Why don't we put him as the backup? He was the oh, G League no, rookie he, he, of the yeah, year. He, he's going to be on the team this year now. He was the back. He was um on the G League All G League first team. So why not just put him on the backup position? Oh no! I th- I think he's this year he's getting a lot of play. I not a lot. That's right, a lot. I think he's gonna get uh, some. I, I think he's gonna see some playing time in the NBA. I hope he does. Was he a I first wanna, or I, second round pick? He was a he first was, he, round pick. No, right? he was second. He was second round. Oh yeah, we took him with like the fifty first pick. Oh, but yeah, that kid. I think that kid has a lot of potential. I see a lot of Isaiah Thomas potential in him. Like he's obviously short, but 
I think what, he, what he's able to do with that is impressive. And I, I want to see I want to see more. You know who I see great potential in? Who? I think you know who I'm about to talk about. Carson Edwards. Oh my God, dude is great. Give him more time; he'll shoot the ball. I want to get Carson Edwards well. on the podcast. I'd love to do that. I want you to tell him right to his face that he doesn't shoot well enough and should get, and that he's overrated. We had a no, thing. no, 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 no. I I mm. was not a Carson Edwards fan last year because I think he was getting too much playing time. But I mean, I I still like him. I just I think it wasn't as much him. I think it was the fans. The fans were overhyping him. I, which they do for um, every fan overhypes a player. Tyler Hero was in talks for being better than Jason Tatum a few months, like a few weeks ago. So players get overhyped. Like if you go through my jersey collection, I bet you at least half of them were players who got overhyped. I, um, John Moran. No, John Murray wasn't over it. Zion, I have a, I have a couple Zion jerseys. Um, who else do I have that could be overhyped? Maybe James Harden a bit from his smaller career, but still. No, don't get me wrong. I, I oh yeah, I think you have it wrong. I love I, I love Carson Edwards. I just think I don't like what the fans hyped him up, and I don't like what the fans for hype for a lot of other players as well and like the media because I think what happens is they create a perception of players and it makes certain players like it just they, they the the media creating a perception of certain players and then you look at it and you're like wait what this is not true well yeah the media controls how people see the NBA like that's how the media like works Kyrie Irving was viewed as the bad guy and LeBron was viewed as the angel. Like, that's how the the media works. Zion could have won Rookie of the Year because of the media. Uh, he didn't. Yeah, he, he, he could have, you know? It, 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 was, he got it third wasn't place. out of reach. He got third place in the Rookie of the Year votes. So, you know? I mean, I media. love John Morant. So I'm glad John Morant won, and I think Zion is the best rookie in his class. I think John Morant deserves the award. I think that I think most basketball. I came around to John Morant. Fans, I think most basketball fans can agree on that. I came around to John Morant. Uh, I didn't really like him in the beginning of the year. I think but it's because that competition between him and Zion. I think it, yeah, it was mainly the competition between him and Zion. But as the year progressed, I just started to like his game. Like I have his throwback jersey, right? Like hanging up. Like I like John Moran. He's one of my favorite players in the league. I, and I really just didn't look at the fact that his team is, was no bubble. His team's in the playoffs, so there is the chance that he could be one of the better players in the league one day. And there's the same with Zion. And the same with Tyler Hero. Those three are the best players from that draft class, unless someone next year or within the next few years can prove themselves. Yeah, like RJ Barrett or Romeo Langford goes out and like shows why we should have picked him over over um, Hero in the end. Because right now, all the Kings had to do was lose four more games, and we'd have Tyler Hero, which sucks. Yeah. Because Celtics were all in on Hero. Hero was their guy. 
they were going to draft him at 14. But Pat Riley is challenging Danny Ainge. So he wanted Tyler Hero. So he takes Hero, and that screws over Danny's whole plan. So he's yeah, like, but All right, how he do we know Danny wanted Tyler Hero? Because he said it himself. Yeah, but just because if he really wanted Tyler Harrow, he would have traded up to get him. Even if I meant trading at 36. Oh, no. He thought he was going to drop to him. And in, in all due respect, he was going to drop to him. He was right there for him because nobody was noticing him. He was dropping. He was doing so well. I wanted him. I loved Tyler Hero. I liked him in Kentucky. He was dropping. And then Miami took him. So, you know, like that. So close. All we had to do, we could have just traded up one pick. Said Miami, hey, we'll give you this 14th pick and this 22nd if you guys give us this 13th pick. You really think they would have denied that? They would have taken that in a heartbeat. But Danny Ainge wanted those draft picks, which in the end, we got nothing out of those. We got Grant Williams. Romain Langford, Tremont Waters, and Carson Edwards. And we traded, we drafted actually, we drafted Matisse Thibel too. So, there's just the, the small things that just piss me off about drafts. Because the Celtics have just made so many bad decisions. Yeah, but we all, but when it, when it matters, we make good decisions. Like, we, we've missed on mid-round hit or misses, yes. That's true, but like, let's not let's not ignore some of the great moments in our no. in our time. Celtics. Let's not forget. Let's not forget. We need to give some appreciation here for the Tatum Fultz deal because we had the first pick, and yeah. it was like, all right, well, who are we gonna take, Fultz or Tatum right, or Lonzo? Because we knew Lonzo Ball was gonna go to the Lakers at that point, but it was like Fultz or Tatum, and then it, it was looking it was looking like Fultz. Was no, I saw it. Tra- I saw it down. as. Uh, Markel Fultz, Jason Tatum, or Josh Jackson. That's true. At the time, at the time, that was very possible. Because Josh Jackson, yeah. I completely I forgot about that. I the first part of the draft. I remember it was draft night, and I didn't watch the first part of the draft, and I turned on the TV, and I'm like, asked, like, who did the Celtics take? And I was like, oh, it's probably Josh Jackson. And then I watch, with the next pick in the NBA draft, the Phoenix Suns select Josh Jackson. I'm like, all right, so who did the Celtics take? And I see Jason Tatum, I'm like, Oh. Okay. I mean, we had traded down, too, and they had gotten another pick. I knew Marco Fultz. I knew Sixers were all in on Marco Fultz. They, like, gave him his jersey and gave him his locker room. So, I knew they were all in on Fultz. I knew the Lakers wanted uh, Lonzo. So, it was just what the Celtics could pick whoever they wanted because those two were going to be gone, and the Celtics wanted Jason Tatum. And we, and we a... had that first pick, too. We had that first pick. Mm-hmm. In a redraft... I believe that it would go Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, probably De'Aaron Fox, right? Yes, I, that's... No, Bam Adebayo. Bam Adebayo at three. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true, that's true. I forgot he was I thought he was in the year before. No, yeah, I thought he was in the year before that. Cause that was, no, that was, he's in the Jason Tatum class. That was 2017 draft, so I thought he was 2016 draft. And then De'Aaron Fox, right? So it would go I'd say, I'd say Tatum... So. Tatum, Mitchell, Bam, Fox. That, yeah, that's fair. I think that's, that's fair. Right. I mean, we uh, get Bam. Hmm? Not bad. 
Actually, would we get Bam or would we have the first pick? If well, it was a redraft. It, de- it depends. I mean, well, like, do you mean, like, would we have stayed at number one if we had known what it would turn out to be? Yeah, of course we would. If we still would have taken Jason Tatum. Yeah, in, so, in my opinion. And John, John looks, Collins is up there as well. And Jared Allen. And OG and an OB. Yeah. And then if we redraft last year's draft, it'd still go Zion, then Jaw. But then. Probably Hero. Hero. Who else, though? That, that draft? Then none. None would be drafted. I'd say, none would be drafted high. Yeah, Kendrick Nunn. And then I'd say Rui Hachimura would be drafted next because he had a very good season. But after that, I think it, it like drops off. Like, I'm just trying to think who were some good play- players. I'm, I'm actually going to look at the all-rookie teams because I actually have no idea. Like, I'm just blanking right now. Like, I can't actually think of, like, who made the center position on the all-rookie team. Uh, let me check. Also, I want to get to something. I want to get to Andre Drummond because we've – talked a lot about Andre Drummond over the course of this podcast, like just being around we have written episodes where we talk about trades and stuff. I am all in on Andre Drummond, but I'm not in on the money situation there. Like I'm not in on Andre Drummond. I changed my mind on that. He's a stat patter. Yeah, but... Have you noticed it with this game? He's he's a stat patter, but he still produces, and also it's harder to like, it's harder to be like, oh yeah, he's a real competitive winner when he's playing in Detroit. Like, what's he supposed to do with that? That's fair. All like, right, he, um, he's just been kind of like in his whole career. He's just kind of, he's just kind of been stuck, like with that talent. He's just yeah. he's just stuck there. Now he's in the Cavs after their after their prime, so he's just kind of okay, like so, there. So a redraft would probably look like Zion, John Morant, Hero, Brandon Clark, Kendrick Nunn, Eric Pascal, Kobe White. Oh, that's good. Rui, PJ Washington. What about Matisse? Yeah, then Matisse, then RJ Barrett, then I gotta go Jackson Hayes after that. Oh, uh, yeah, I saw Michael Porter Jr. on that, and I forgot that he was um he was a rookie, but he wasn't drafted. And then I see Terrence Davis's name, and I'm just like, that's tough. That's very tough. A wasted career for him. All right. Anyway, um, mm, I say wrapping it up. We got Patriots game on in twenty minutes, so good luck to the Pats. Yes, sir. <laughs> Not looking too good, but I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe maybe mm-hmm. boy Sims gonna get some playing time tonight. Get some snaps. He should. He. I think he might. Well, if Jared Stidham ordered the shirt, I might be getting his jersey. He's definitely my favorite player. It's without a doubt. And next week, we're not next week. In two weeks, um, we're going to be doing uh, more draft prep. And we're also going to do some more top 10 lists. So, yeah. Look out yeah. for that. And also... Uh, Actually, by the time, since we're doing every two weeks, by the time we get back to this, the NBA draft will have happened. Oh, actually, okay. Actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's true. It's on November 18th, actually. What, Wait, no, no, I thought today? it was December. No, it's in December, right? No, it's November 18th, All right, hold so on. nine Never days. Mind. We, next week, we are doing an episode. We're going to do a short little episode. After. I, can, I thought it was December 18th for some reason. I it's don't on know Wednesday. Why. It's a week from Wednesday. Let me actually check I about that. I swear I saw someone that said December 18th. But, all right, I'm wrong. So, change of plans. 
We are actually next week going to do an episode on Wednesday, Sunday. November 18th. Yeah. Wednesday, November 18th. All right, we're doing an episode next Sunday. We're going to do a short little draft prep episode with more rumors, what we think is going to happen, what we want to happen. Kind of like kind of what we went over today, but there's probably going to be more rumors out by then. Also, mm-hmm. um, follow Banner 18 Podcast on Instagram at Banner 18 Pod. I'm going to start actually posting on there again, the new episodes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, check that out. And, yeah, peace.